This is the Night Elf Disc Golf Podcast. I'm Shane. And I'm JP. And social medias, door underscore disc underscore golf, night underscore owl underscore pod, and doordisc.com, where you can find all the latest and greatest, especially the Orbit, or no, excuse me, the Supreme Escapes. We have them in hand. I got to touch them. Yeah. We got kind of a bogus run of colors. Oh. But... They're still pretty good. We got some pinks that are pretty, pretty. They're pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty. <laughs> so are those are the only color. Now we got. Um, there's like a mixture of like real light pink to real dark pink, and then there's like real light orange all the way to dark orange. <laughs> those are the only two spectrums we got. Oh, interesting. I'm disappointed because I got thirty of them, yeah. um, which isn't a ton, but I saw some like more blue, like lighter blue ones, mm-hmm. like turquoise colors. I was thinking with. I don't know. 30 that they would throw like five or ten of each color in but it's not like disc mania where it's no, like all orange yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> no all bright yellow this year yeah um no so but yeah so yeah so doordisc.com you can find all that stuff um obviously they won't be available till like i think it's the 16th they drop technically but we are a buyback store we have them in shop so friday saturday sunday we're open and you come in to the shop and get them that's cool um, which is kind of nice yeah so if you want us to talk about anything hit us up either message us through instagram or throw at doordisc.com just give us a topic we'll chat about it so with that topic in mind how do you feel about complacency i'm not sure i spelled that right but it looks right to me phonetically i think you're fine with it yeah all right um i don't know um I don't know. I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I definitely feel not... Maybe complacency is not the right word that I'm looking for, but it could be, like, as far as my disc golf game, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't, like, just fine with where I'm at. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I try to improve, but when I do... I fall back down. Sure. So not like I'm plateauing and like I'm just coming coming back down to a different level or the level I'm currently mm-hmm. usually at. Yep. It's probably because I haven't played in a <laughs> since <laughs> before the tournament I hadn't played in a long time. So mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, yeah, I'm trying to improve, but things just kind of stayed the same. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, you always want to strive to improve at things and when it gets difficult and difficult and difficult sometimes you're just like well i'm stuck mm-hmm. or maybe you gotta switch up the routine a little bit do something that you're not used to because it's like same thing with like you know you get in your muscle memory or like when you're working out and like you're trying to hit like prs or anything like that it's mm-hmm. like you just get in this groove and all of a sudden you kind of like stay in it for a while and you're like well i'm here how do i get out of that or right. in a funk or you know something yep yep and you just gotta try to work your way out of it yeah and yeah. like find motivation <laughs> right right so i the reason this came up is because today i i found the motivation actually so i've been struggling with doing disc golf videos and the reason why because i enjoy disc golf so much that i feel like i'm slacking mm-hmm. like i'm not doing my jobs of what i need to do you know i'm I'm out just like fluffing time. <laughs> so I finally found the motivation. I convinced myself that disc golf is part of my responsibility. 
um, with the shop and with what we're doing for social media and things like that. It is part of my responsibility. So that was one of those, sorry, moving the mic. Okay. Um, that was one of the things that, ooh, there's spider webs on my, <laughs> if there's no spiders attached to it, I'm fine. Okay. It's probably just a daddy long legs. Yeah, and that's fine that's with fine. me. That's not as long a, as it's not like a, like a wolf spider oh. or a <laughs> black widow, I'm good with it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll get back to the point here that I'm trying to make. Okay. Um, so I finally got to the point where I'm like, you know what? Disc golf is part of me and what I do, and I got to sneeze. Man, this is going to be a long point. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Two times. All right. <laughs> Let's get back to yeah. this. Yeah. So disc golf is part of what I do. So the reason why I went out and made a video today, I just finally talked myself into it, is that I'm not going out. And just goofing around and killing time. I'm going out and doing something to help disc golf in the community, mm -hmm. you know, because that's what Door Disc is about is really bolstering the community of disc golf. So with that being said, I went out and filmed a video today about my 22 years of playing disc golf. Mm. Almost officially at this point, I am 22 years into playing and I am very complacent in my game. Mm. And the reason I say that is because <clears throat> I've never thought about anything in my game until this year. I just went out and played. Yeah. I knew what I liked, and I knew the discs I wanted. I knew how to throw, and I never thought about it. I just got complacent in my game and treated me well enough. I mean, I think I got up to like 949, just shy of 950, and, but that's all I ever got to. Now, I don't put the time or effort into truly being a good disc golfer. I'm just going out there and whipping discs. Yeah. But I found over the over the year, and just primarily this year, I found that my body is not liking how I play disc golf. So the injuries that I'm having, things like that, I'm just my body's saying, "Stop doing what you're doing, stupid." And I have become complacent in it because I just kept going out and doing it, mm -hmm. and I kept throwing the way I was throwing and doing the things that I was doing. So I figured it was time for a overhaul of my game. So what I did, and aside from removing judges as my putters, <laughs> I went out and just took my putters out, and I just started over. Like today, I went out and I threw just kind of more of a fun, get to know me, you know, like talking because I had that new lavalier mm -hmm. lapel mic or whatever it is. Um, I just went out and just started talking and throwing and threw my putters, but. In that, I came to that kind of epiphany that I think the only reason I haven't ever thought about my game is because I've been playing for 22 years. You know, so you've been doing something for so long. Like, I think about in business, I never get complacent in business. But for some reason in disc golf, always complacent. Mm. You know, like in business and any of the businesses that we have, we're always doing something, always learning something else, always changing, always trying to, you know, flow with the times. We don't get complacent because as soon as you get complacent, you become dead and irrelevant. Mm -hmm. So why is that any different in disc golf? I don't know. I don't know why I think that way, <laughs> you know. Hmm. And the only excuse I could give myself was because I've been playing for 22 years. That's it, you know. And we have a, we have a good friend that is – and it's not, I don't think it's complacency in his. I think it's just he enjoys playing – and he doesn't want to take the time to restructure because he just wants yeah. to get out and throw with buddies. Right. He's not worried about being competitive. No. He just wants to throw. 
Yeah. And that's why he doesn't change, you know. And I don't think that's a complacency. I think that's just comfortability. Well, I guess maybe that is complacency, but yeah, not I in the negative aspect. Sure. Because he doesn't have any aspirations of winning tours, winning, you know, right. events. With, you yeah, know. I think he played one tournament in the last, I don't know, however many years, and mm-hmm. he hated it. Yeah, exactly. Because he didn't like the competitive atmosphere. Right. Well, I think two... I don't think he liked... Well, not that he didn't like who he played with, but he didn't get a choice of, like, who he played with. Right, yeah. And yep. I thought, a kind of, not like a flex start where you go with your buddies and mm-hmm. you just, like, play. Yeah, just do whatever you want to do. Yeah. You know, it's just like you're playing a casual round as long as you stay within the rules, you're fine. Right. Yeah, so... So, yeah, so that's the thing that I will be sending on to Ben or doing it myself either way. Um, but I'll be putting that together. It's It was on my phone, and it turned out pretty well. It was darn windy today, though. Yeah. It was windy-windy today. I mean, so windy that I think the camera got blown over a couple times. Oh, wow. I was there once for it, <laughs> and I actually caught it. The other time, straight on the ground. I was yeah. like, oh. But it was just my phone, so it's not yeah. that big of a deal. So, but with all that said, I guess... Be careful of complacency because you can get 22 years into something and realize that you're doing things just because, you know, it's like the old guys like, Hey, why are you doing this? Well, it's the way we've always done it. Mm -hmm. Not a great, not a great attitude to have. No. (laughs) You know, so, so that is what the video series that's coming out, um, that I will be doing over the winter is basically starting over, just trying (laughs) to give up my game and I'm you know I'm not a bad player by any means but I could be better and with the <laughs> the screaming that my body is doing right now saying stop doing this I need to change something if I want to keep playing for sure. years more so yeah. there you go with that being said would you buy thrower hanger or a flipper uh what did I get oh I spent some of my in-store credit and bought a got a pastry dyes MVP or yeah pastry dyes dyed MVP Terra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. That'll, that'll probably be a thrower. I like that disc. It feels good. Yeah, yeah. The stuff that he that Dylan did for us is phenomenal. Like every one of them is just beautiful. And I like the yeah. one that you picked. And then there's the other one that's kind of segmented. It's like the same spiral, but it's yeah. segmented. Uh, what did Caden called it like chainsaw, like or so, I forgot what he called it, something like that, like buzzsaw. Yeah, kind of. That, it's like, really pattern. cool, yeah. especially with, like I, sp- I was spinning the stuff on my finger. Yeah, and spinning on my finger. I was like, dude, this is awesome. It just oh. smells good too. It does. <laughs> just because the lotion dye. <laughs> yeah, he must do something. Like he must use some really good smelling lotion because yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> when they came into the shop, I was just like, went up to him like, why do these discs smell? <laughs> like I didn't know what it was at first. I was like, it smells good. Like, yeah, I've had it in the car for a couple of days, and I'll just like lift it up and be like, oh yeah. See, remember we were talking about the smell. Yeah. To equate that question that was sent in to us. Oh, yeah. That's what, there it is. It's Dylan's pastry dyes. And when you <laughs> smell it. <laughs> yeah. It's too bad you can't get like blueberry pie or like cinnamon roll or yeah. that some kind of like oh, that pastry be... dyes. Like, well, maybe, maybe for Christmas, some... we'll do a gift card to like Bath and Body Works so we can get different types of lotion. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> huh? That's, a, that's smart. I that's know a good is. idea. Ooh. <laughs> Of course, it came out of my yeah. mouth. I mean, <laughs> I never say stupid and, stuff. Oh, and that, and uh, what else? I, I bought two of the uh, Trash Panda inner cores. Mm-hmm. So, 
Those, yeah, I don't know if I'll throw those or not. But yeah, I, got I just count them because I like this is cool. Yeah, so I didn't know if I was going to be able to get any or not. So Ben picked me up one. Um, so thanks, Ben. But no thanks. Oh, because <laughs> I was able to get on and I was able to get five of them. Yeah, that was the limit. Like yeah. on the website. So five. I bought all five of them and then. And it, I wouldn't have got on or anything because I was fine just having one because I just wanted one to throw up on a wall because I figured that's going to be a pretty cool thing in the future, yeah. yeah. especially with what, you know, he's doing. Um, and, but Joe wanted one, Joe Paulson wanted okay. one. So I just went ahead and picked it up and I was like, you know what, I'll just get all five and then I'll have a couple extra. Right. So then I let Ben know today, like, hey, if you can sell it to someone else, go ahead and sell it to someone else. But if not, I'll still live up to my end. I'll buy it from you. And he was like, no, no, I'll go ahead and flip it. No big deal. So I was like, sweet, sounds right. good. So I felt kind of bad saying it, but then in the same regard, I was like, yeah, he will be able to flip it. Like, yeah. Because I don't even know if they sold out or didn't sell out. But mm, yeah, that's a good question. I, I know, know there was something like 5,000 orders. Holy cow. I know. I already got my tracking number. I did too. My, oh, did you? Yeah. Um, I think ordered it Monday, Saturday came out. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it was. It was like at one o'clock on Monday yeah, or something I like that. Yeah, I think I got my. And then I think I, I think I got my shipping number today. Yeah, well, I got. Yeah, I got mine too. I was like quick, super quick. Okay. I was like on the ball because I didn't want to miss it because I promised Joe I'd get it. Mm-hmm. And I was like checked out, and it even went to like the waiting for your turn in line. And yeah. then I mean, it was real quick though, like super quick. Right. It worked out really well. I mean, like Jesse at Trash Panda. Probably had a pretty darn big influx of people trying to buy that thing. I would think so. I'm assuming so. It was with 5,000 orders, I'm sure of it. Yeah. And his website didn't crash. No. But like Discmania's. I, um, <laughs> like all the other big boys he crashed. Uses, he uses Shopify. Yeah. Yeah. Shopify's great, man. Yeah. Like we use it in the shop and we don't have any issues at all with it. So, um, so I did as well. I bought those mm-hmm. five. Um, and then outside of that, I didn't really buy anything else. I was. Really tempted to buy a trust because it's very similar to an EMAC. Yeah. Is what it seems. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Um, and I was thinking about buying one of those, but eh, I decided not to. So, um, oh, I guess I eh, I didn't really buy it yet, but I grabbed a Supreme so I could, I mean, a Supreme Escape so I could go out and throw it. Sure. Um, but I haven't technically, I guess, bought it yet. Oh, okay. But it's on the plan. They just weren't in the computer system yet. Cool. I just grabbed it and went to go play. So, um, so here's a preview for the show. So we got the New World, comma, championships. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and then we got the DGPT Silver Series or Silver Events. Yep. Um, the Tour Card Qualification Methods actually is being announced for the 23-24. Um, and then DGPT Awards, we'll go over those from last year and this year, what's already happened, and see if we agree with them or we'll see if there's someone that was more mm-hmm. deserving. And then they haven't announced the Player of the Year, so we'll have a discussion about that. Well, I was going to um, say, it's probably just the top points earner, right? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I don't know if we, we can make big stretches on this one. No. Um, but we'll have that discussion. Yep. And then um, we'll talk about the PDGA and the changing of the... Um, divisions. I didn't put that oh, on here. Right. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. And the changing, not the changing. It's not but a real big real change, but renaming. just more for clarification. Yeah. And it's just more naming, but we'll get into that. And then player speculations. We'll go over contracts. And sure enough, what we speculated about last week came true. So yeah, um, better or worse, it is happening. And I'm excited to see what it's going to do. So we will get into the random question and then some shop updates. So here we go. Let's get into the New World Championships. So if I recall rightly, and we discussed this 
briefly before we got on here. This is where Nate Sexton skipped out of a hole in a hay bale. Yeah. <laughs> it was inside the circle, elevated basket. He threw his Firebird forehand, got pretty close, almost aced it if I remember rightly, and then skipped, skipped out, out of right between two hay bales. And he was pretty adamant about how horrible of a design that was and that he wanted a um, the TD there to solve the issue before he left. Mm-hmm. And he stood on that hole until he got a tournament director or a official, official there yeah. to make the determination. And so that's the thing. I'm not calling out Nate Sixon in, but I'm kind of calling out Nate Sixon at the same time. <laughs> it's something that the course is kind of... Like when you think about the court, that chorus, it's mm-hmm. like that's one of the things that is definitely brought up. Well, and that's one of the last notable events that have happened there. Yes. You know, I mean, there's been some other events like College Disc Golf Nationals mm-hmm. um, happened there, things like that. But um, and speaking of College Disc Golf Nationals, I don't know if I've ever said this, but we actually sponsor the Madison UW Madison team, UWM team. We've we talked about, it, but I don't think we talked about it on, on the podcast. No. Yeah, yeah. So go out and give them a Disc Golf Badgers. Give them a like on Instagram. Um, they have qualified officially for um, the nationals, championship nationals, yeah. so they'll be there. Um, so they do some spotlights and they kind of let everybody know their players and they're kind of fun, you know, slapsticky. There's always these little um, inside jokes that are going yeah, on in them. Yeah. So yeah, check them out and keep it uh, keep watching them because college disc golf is kind of one of those little sleeper wings of disc golf that are just super entertaining and the structure is unlike any other thing that we see in disc golf yeah it is very unique to college and that's it Mm -hmm. um i've never seen it anywhere else not that i know of Mm -hmm. so as we get closer to that and we get a little more into the championships we will start talking about that yeah um so yeah so i'm excited to see new world back on it and it is a Packed field, and this is the yeah. second Silver Series Silver event wraparound event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. So it's the part of the twenty two twenty three season. Yep. Right. No. Yeah. Twenty two twenty three season. Um, so this is the second event of the twenty two twenty three season. Mm-hmm. And you got Paul McBeth. I mean, well, it's kind of in his backyard now because he lives right because he lives down there. Yeah. There. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's officially his permanent home there, or if that's just his like summer home or winter home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not positive either, but I know that he was talking about moving. That way, you, I mean, well, that was part of him and Brody's big breakup. Remember, yeah. I mean, that's what Brody said. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Paul's the highest rated, and then it's uh, Anthony Barella, Isaac Robinson, Ezra, mm-hmm. Garrett Gerthy. Brody's gonna be there. Gavin Rathbun, Kyle O'Reilly, Andrew Fish, Luke Sampson, and then Johnny McRae. That's kind of almost yeah, it's his, almost his backyard. Yeah, yeah Terry Roethlisberger. So, I mean, those are kind of the top tier guys there then mm-hmm. you get into some of the lower t- ranked uh i mean not lower ranked but you know just lower ratings and local mm-hmm. guys and stuff like that right right and i'm mp or fpo let's see real quick i mean the highest rated there is sarah hokum jessica weiss maria oliva emily beach holly finley deanne carey chloe ellis Lindsay fish so i mean yeah i mean it's a silver event, mm-hmm. you know. It's not going to draw a lot. I just have this feeling that right now, pros are concentrating on either reworking things in their game, recuperating from a long season. I mean, I've heard plans of Paige Pierce has been talking about wanting to travel to like Cambodia and Thailand. I think coming up in really 
January. Yeah, like they, her and Alyssa have gone on like trips along this and they like, you know, do like a crowd travel group Mm -hmm. where they'll Mm -hmm. invite like anybody that wants to come with them to like go and explore and maybe do some disc golf along the way. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that's what's happening is like, you know, just getting ready for, I mean, it's technically next season, but like the actual like start of like elite series. Right, right. Yeah, because I mean, it starts pretty quick. It's it's basically what February eighteenth or something like that. Yeah, it's Las Vegas Challenge. Yeah, so. it's really not that far away. Yeah, so I'm I'm scrolling through uh, Instagram here because I wanted to find the exact quote that Paul McBeth threw up. Just recently, he didn't throw up, but he. Oh, I saw something. <laughs> he put up something um, about another level or another. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I saw that today. Paul? It was definitely on his. It was definitely on his page. There it is, Paul Macbeth, with the blue check mark. Okay, so Paul Macbeth, quotes. You and me ain't in the same class, and that's it. Hmm. Call out. Hmm. <laughs> and hashtag statement hashtag. NF, he's NF is a rapper. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I don't know how I know that, but I know that. <laughs> and he's a big fan. I've he's had posts where he's at his concerts and stuff. Sure, sure. And then uh, hashtag off season mindset. So hmm. I think he's going in to get it. And then the first comment is Drew Gibson. <laughs> if this isn't shots fired, I don't know what is. I know it's not aimed at me. I'm still in disc golf kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> and that big germ, dude. I get it. I graduated in two thousand four. Leave me alone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I feel old, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Um, yeah. Mm. So I'm excited to see the competition, and my speculation for that is it will be a shootout between Burr and Macbeth, because Burr's there, right? No, I don't think. Ken. Oh, he's no. not. Okay, then it won't be. It'll be a shootout between Macbeth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brody's there. I, I don't but I mean, I he did win the Halloween Classic oh, yeah, in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. But it was him and Jackie Chan. There was really, yeah. really no other. I mean. No, it was a B tier. No, yeah. he got knocked down to a C tier, I got think. Down to, yeah, yeah, it was a C tier. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's any really notable pros there other than him and Jackie Chan. I mean, it sounded like it was more of like a fun tournament than it anything is. else. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I'm going to try to go next year. I really want to go next yeah. year. Um, and so, yeah, I, I maybe, maybe. I mean, I would like to see it. Like, I want to see that rivalry there because there's it's there. Yeah. But I want to see Brody catch up to the play in the rivalry. <laughs> yeah. Because if he comes up to Paul's level, I think that's going to make some fantastic storylines in disc golf because – him and Ricky are too civil with one another. Yeah. And Brody can't keep his mouth shut. So <laughs> it'll be fantastic <laughs> once we get I mean, to that point. If it happens, there's a lot of things for him to work on. A lot, yeah. But, hey, mm. he can do it. Yeah. <laughs> too, too, too early season prediction. Yeah, for next. Doubling down not, on this. Not, <laughs> nothing. No. I'm not betting. I already um, owe Tyler Muddy with for that one. Yeah. Oh, but... um. So this the this sounds funny calling it New World Championships. It, it like, does. This is the New World Championships. Yeah. But, so um, for those of you who know the the complex is called New, New World, World Complex. World. It's a disc golf complex. Yeah. So. yeah. But um, there's speculation that there's a storm bearing down on like category one just yeah. la- made landfall yeah, up in so, that area. 
So yeah, who knows what's how things are going to turn out for this yeah. weekend, but hopefully it happens. Yeah, hopefully. Um, all right, so DGPT Silver Events. So they're not calling them Silver Series anymore. It's mm. just a straight Silver Event. Yeah. Um, they've come out and kind of talked about the changes that they're making, and they're adding quite a few more Silver Events. Mm-hmm. They haven't even decided how many they're going to be yet, but they have already added quite a few more. Yeah, and they are, yeah they've been adding here and there. Like I think Wyoming was one. Uh, there's a couple other. Yeah. Along the way. I mean, and I think they bumped up points a little bit for they did. these events as yeah. well. So now they're worth half as much yeah. as instead of a quarter. Mm-hmm. So for every silver event win, you get 50 points. Yeah. So when it goes from there, so whoever wins this starts with, it's basically like finishing third in a pro yeah. event. So that's not too bad. Yeah, that's not too bad. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's maybe a little more incentive to play, but there's only, I think what, What's the deal? Only like three of them sub- count if you play them? I didn't get the full details, but I know there is a limit. Yeah, and then same thing, I think, or there's talk. I, um, maybe it was something that was just brought up, like the idea of ha- like having so many um, pro tour, like elite series events, and then like only having so many count towards your points that way as well. Right. I think that was just an idea that was brought up somewhere. Yeah. But um, And then there's even... Elite Plus. Yes. This year, which is interesting. Yeah, I found that fascinating as well. I'm going to try to get back I to... Forgot what the t- I forgot what the events were. I know there's at least two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not majors. They're Elite Plus. Yes. I'm trying to get back to the qualifications because they talk about that in the qualifications. The So we'll kind of skip a little bit to the tour card qualifications since we're talking about mm-hmm. it is that the tour card qualifications are going to be points-based. So in 2022-23, players can earn a 2023 tour card based on their 2022 season, points total. Mm -hmm. So eligibility is is the top 80 MPO players and the top 40 FPO players. So the exemptions will be granted based on DGPT points and PDGA rating as well. So players that are able to apply for the 2023 exemption status um, starting, basically already starting, there is an application that they have to fill out, but they will be considered only if it's related to injury or international participation. Oh. So folks that are overseas or anything like that, or maybe they were injured. Yeah. That's the only way. So someone like, per se, we're going to talk about it pretty soon, but like Nico. Yeah. Technically... I don't know if he would be able to apply for the exemption, but that would probably be the best place for him to get his tour card. Because yeah. unless he's top eighty, which I'm not sure if he is or isn't after this that's whole good, thing. That's a good question. Yeah, but I no because I think before the Pro Tour Championship, he was in like thirty something place, and then they had replaced him, and I forgot who got in. But I think he was. That's where Germ got in, or something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So then it goes through to talk about the twenty three, twenty four. So twenty three and twenty four, it gets even wilder. So basically, everything holds true for the twenty two go rolling into twenty three, mm-hmm. and then twenty three rolling into twenty four. So they're different. Expectations. So all players who participate in the 23 Tour Championship will automatically receive a full two-year tour card. Whoa. Yep. And Mm. 
players can earn a 24 tour card based on their 23 season points total. So basically, yep. it'll roll over just like 22, like I said. Yep. And then the events-based qualification is added in 23. So the top finishers at the 2023 events will earn 24 tour card. So for the PDGA, um, MPO Top 10 and FPO Top 5 DGP Elites events, the MPO, this is where you're talking about the Elite events. Mm -hmm. So the Elite events will be um, MPO Top 5, FPO Top 3, and Silver events will only be the winners. And those are the people that will qualify and get their tour cards. Wow. Yeah, they're getting pretty strict. Yeah. Well, but it still does allow the top 80 MPO players. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then with the addition of these, if they're not in the top 80. And then also qualifying series. So there will be qualifying. There will be a series of events that will award tour card qualifier points. These points will be tracked separately and are not DGPT points that qualify players for the DGPT championship. Players are at the top of the point standings will earn a 2024 tour card. So this is a separate event series yeah. that they will be able to play into. So this is very That's reminiscent cool. of PGA, right? which is pretty cool. Yes, it is. So it's kind of like, what do they call that? The Cactus League or whatever they call it. The, uh, yeah. No, like some fairies, corn fairies. Oh. Like a corn. Okay. <laughs> That's what honestly what they call yeah. it. It's like a corn fairy league or whatever. I was whatever. thinking of like the Nike tour, like whatever those other tours are for that. Yeah, might be different. those two. But I know that there's like a corn fairy league that does okay. that. Sure. Um, it's like I see that a lot for like amateurs that are trying to earn their yeah like exemptions mm -hmm. into tournaments and stuff like that. Yep, yep. Yeah. So it sounds like they're kind of tracking that direction. Hmm. I, I like the idea. Um, so it says the top six MPO players and the top three FPO players qualify in these tours. So these uh, qualifying series. Yeah. Um, players qualify for the tour standing at the end of the year and will earn a 2024 tour card. So through the series, they can earn this as long as they finish top six or top three MPO, FPO, respectively. Hmm. Um, winners of the qualifying events will earn a partial tour card for the 2024 season, six events only. Um, do they get to choose the six events? Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's a question. Yeah, um, like what, do you, what are they going to do, like front load the – front load it and be like yeah. okay you're done at this stop and then i don't know yeah but they keep off they keep adding quite a few more so right now yeah. i think they're up to the original what was it 13 events mm -hmm. and they're adding an additional six this year i think wow so that's crazy the tours that they're going plus the silver series mm -hmm. plus the elite plus or whatever they call yeah. it yeah know? that's wild it's nuts so there's a lot holy cow. um and then the exceptions for the 2024 also will be uh, granted based on DGP points and same so same considerations injury or international participation. So, um, so I'm excited to see what this is going to turn out to be, and I'm also excited to see how the players feel about this. And I'm also excited to see how many people apply for the exemption of the tour card that. <laughs> Like, yeah. like, I feel like I should just press the apply here button. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I think it's, I mean, it's, I think it's pretty neat. Um, I think there are quite a few new and exciting potentialities that are happening with this um, tour card. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad to see them pushing forward with it. Okay. So here's a list of the, the new Silver Series. There's already seven. So these are four new ones added. The Cascade Challenge at Kayak Point, which is in Washington. Zootown Open, which is in Missoula, Montana. Mm -hmm. 
KC Wide Open, which has been a big tournament in itself forever. forever, yeah. Yeah. And then Mid America Open, which was a Silver Series earlier this year, wasn't it? A, yeah, it was. Oh no, was no. it? I thought it was a Pro Tour event. Oh, in the was. first year it was. That could be yes. I think it got okay. taken off. It got taken off. Some of the courses. All right. So yeah, interesting. And then yeah, these two wraparound events, the Lake Marshall, which just you know happened, and then New Worlds mm-hmm. this weekend, mm-hmm. and then the Elite Plus. Looks like Portland Open is an Elite Plus event, and Ledstone is an Elite Plus event. Yeah, along with majors and Pro Tour championships. So an Elite Plus, so that's still something. What's the designation of an Elite Plus? Um, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> so it's is it a tour stop or is it just an Elite Plus? So that means the PDJ is still holding that one. I don't know. That's interesting because, like, it's Ledgestone Open and Portland, which are tour stops. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been the past, you know. And they still have them listed as a tour stop. At, it's on the DGPT tour. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if, like, you, isn't it an extra points thing or? Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. I'm wondering what designates an Elite Plus. We'll have to look that You'll up. You'll have to and, look it up, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I'm excited to see what this season's going to hold. And I think. These wins and the places that you finish are going to mean that much more because of this. Because you are going to have to have a tour card to play. You mm-hmm. can't just show, show up and sign up. Yeah. And I think we're seeing that in the registration. So we're in the, in the woes of signing up for the very first Pro Tour event, which is the Las Vegas Challenge. And I don't know if you looked at the registration. So No, I haven't. There's no secret. We've played it many years in a row, yeah. Jordan and I. And so I think this will be our seventh or eighth year in a row. I don't remember exactly what it is. Um, and it is a tiny field now. Really? Like, comparably speaking, it's it's probably maybe 100, 150 people shy of what it normally is, I think. Whoa. I could be, I could be imagining something different, mm-hmm. but it seems like they've taken all the amateur divisions down. Well, that's um, kind of what they did with DDO this year. Mm-hmm. And some of the age-protected pros as well. Yeah. Wow. So I think that's what they're doing. They're basically just trimming everything down. And I think it's in preparation for this tour card thing. Um, I also speculate because over the last, I mean, since we've been playing, you hear that they're trying to split having an M weekend and a pro weekend. Okay. Um, and the Disc Golf Con is the weekend right before that or the week right before that. Um, so it doesn't fall into the practice week of – Las Vegas Challenge, but it falls the week right before that. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of that, there's another unsanctioned tournament that happens at LVC. Okay. That's Saturday and Sunday. So I'm wondering if they're trying to kind of push everything that direction. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I think they're going to try to go to an AM weekend, pro weekend. Okay. Um, but nevertheless, it falls in line with the Disc Golf Pro Tour is trying to do. Yeah. So um, DGPT Awards and All Star. So Let's look at what they have announced already and have a discussion. I don't, to tell you the truth, I don't have, I've, I've, I don't know anything about the rookies of the year because there's Isaac Robinson and Emily Beach. Emily Beach. I, I don't have anything bad to say about that. I think they're both good. You saw Emily Beach up on the top of the leaderboard quite often this year as a person that. Um, basically just came onto the scene. Mm-hmm. And Isaac Robinson, for some reason, I feel like he's been around for a couple of years. But maybe I'm wrong. Um, he's, I mean, Ezra, his brother, has been around for a while too. Like they both. Are they really brothers? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Isaac, I think has played had like played one or two events here and there because like it's you can't play more than three. three. Yeah. But is that any given year or is that just three total? I don't um, know yeah, because it was know. like last year Elaine King won it and you're like, right. what? Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> so, I mean, it was before it was called DGPT. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a weird situation. But maybe it's, yeah, maybe you can't play three events in a year okay, to, yeah. to qualify. Maybe that's what it is. That very well could be, yeah. Because I feel like he's played. I feel like he's been played for quite a few years. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, but I mean. Definitely made a name for himself this year. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, yeah. well deserved. Yeah, and like so, you said, Emily as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't question either of those. I mean, I think the players are definitely deserving of it. So, mm-hmm. um, rookie of the, or excuse me, um, most improved goes to Valerie Mandahano mm-hmm. and um, Gannon Burr. Yeah. Um, I would say yes on Gannon Burr for sure. Right. Valerie Mandahano, I feel like she's always been a pretty good player. Like maybe she's made leaps and bounds this year. Well, I definitely think with her wins, uh, yeah, you know, that's true. pro tour wins and like her mm-hmm. average place compared to where she was. Yeah. I think yeah. she's made a lot of big moves. I think so. You know, and I think inside, you know, thinking of contracts and things like that, I think definitely she overperformed oh, or outperformed yeah. her contract. Oh, yeah. Out. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, yeah, I guess I can see both of those. I don't have any issues with well, those. I mean, yeah, like... Gannon burst on the scene last year mm-hmm. in contention for, you know, Vegas right away. Right. Immediate, like, got his first win at um, Masters, no, mm-hmm. uh, Santa Cruz. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then the major. I mean, yeah. that's pretty wild. Yeah. A lot of people thought that maybe Simon <laughs> could have gotten most improved. No, but I, I, like, if there was a comeback player of the year type of an award, yes. I would give it to Simon yeah. for sure. Because, like, Simon's already at, like, was at, like, a pretty elite level. Mm-hmm. You know, he had an injury last, you know, the elbow injury and everything kind of fell off. But, like, to regain that confidence, regain, you know, find, uh, revitalize. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think I, that's something I would give to him, like, a comeback player of the year award. But also, you know, he... He had never won an elite event. Mm-hmm. He had never won a major. True. The things that he had won prior to that was Memorial and... Didn't he, like, win European Open? He may have. I, he may have. He's won something over in Europe. But he became a high household name in disc golf. Well, through his vlog. It's through his vlog. Yeah, yeah it's through his social media. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think he might have been overshadowed somehow or maybe... Maybe his popularity and his success in social media has blinded everybody to the fact that he won four events this year. Or is it two events? How no, many did he, he won? won four. Yeah, he won four events this year. Two ba- he won back to back. Yeah. And I mean, he like, he killed it. He won. did great. And he's MVP, never yeah. done that good. All right. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, but he just wasn't as consistent. Like he had those four wins, but then he'd finish. 30th or 50th or something, (laughs) you know, like here and there. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe, you know, too, if he had, he didn't start the season right away. He kind of, I forgot when he came on. No, Waco, I think. I I think Waco was when he like surprisingly like came back. Yeah. 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 And then he had his wedding and all that stuff. So he was pretty inconsistent this year. But And the kid. Yeah. And the kid. (laughs) And yeah. Yeah. Those things, those things happen. Life happens. Um, So 
I'm excited to see what he's going to do next year. I think he could have been most improved, um, basically based on year to year. Yeah. But you're, yeah, I just, I feel that his social media prowess has kind of ruined that for him. Maybe. Because everybody yeah. looks at him like, of course, Simon's sure. always been a great player. You look at I look at someone like Aaron Gossage as well. That's yeah. that like improved a lot. Or Corey Ellis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, like Corey, Corey Ellis. Like he didn't tour a whole lot last year. He kind of made a name for himself a little bit, you know, with, with this craft. But like all mm -hmm. of a sudden, you see him on lead card, like in contention. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see any of that. I know. I'm trying to think of who. Um, Cannon Burr's prodigy teammate Alden Alden Harris, like. He did pretty darn well as well. I don't mm -hmm. know if he's in that most improved, but he's one of those little young, shining yeah. stars that kind of comes out and is right. always kind of in contention here yeah. and there. I don't know if there's like anybody else. Like, I'm trying to think of like FPO, like own <laughs> almost. I want to say she's like improved, <laughs> but like she definitely like made him more of a name for herself this year. Super consistent. Yeah. Super consistent. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't, yeah, I don't know who else would be most improved. Um, Valerie Mandahano did an amazing job this year. Maybe um, Nico's girlfriend Kat. out there still. Yeah, Kat, Kat Merch. Merch. Yeah. I feel like she could have been in contention. Yeah, for that. I think so. I think maybe if she had won or like gotten on, po like, I don't know if she ever got on like the podium at an event. She's all got. She won a Silver Series. I thought she just, she won the last Silver Series, didn't she? The silver event? Uh, this one no, that just she, passed? Oh, that she was. won something in Oklahoma Oh, is recently. That yeah, but she had like the highest rated round for like FPO for FPO. the year. Yeah. 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 1038. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. That's good for her. Um, isn't that a highest rated FPO round ever? Is that really what I it is? I think it was. Oh, I thought it was just for the year. No, I think wow. that was because it was like a 1041 or something like that. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, that's wild. Yeah. So I... So let's talk about the player of the year. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if there's really much discussion on this. Um, I feel that FPO, no question in my mind, it's Chris and Star. No, no. Zero question. Right. And if they give it to anybody else, they're wrong. Right. <laughs> this is one of those things, though, where I think the DGPT will get it right and PDGA will get it wrong. Exactly. You yeah. know, like based on their points and like what they have going on, mm -hmm. definitely. Technically, Paige Pierce is in the lead for the Player of the Year for yeah. Um, PDGA. Yeah, DGPT, hands down, it's Tatar. Right. Um, well, didn't they, I mean? Didn't they hand out the trophies at MVP Open? Like Ricky got his trophy for like tour points. I'm pretty sure. I think so. The yeah. point, but that was a points leader. That wasn't I MVP, guess. though. Yeah, but basically the same person. Yeah, I would, I think should so. be. Yeah, um, and then yeah, and then it would be Ricky. I, I don't know if there's any question in my mind as far as a pro tour with um, with Paul. You know, Paul yeah. would be the only one that I would think. I mean, Simon might squeak into that conversation, but I think it's Paul and Ricky. Yeah, and I it, on the pro tour. Ricky beats him out, especially with the last win. Yeah. I don't see right. how he can not beat him out. Um, and I think even on the PDGA side as well, I don't know if you – it's a soft argument for Paul. I know, but it's those point. major, you know, the major points. Yeah. They're going to do it for him. Yeah, and I think it'll probably be that way. It'll yeah. probably just flipped, yep. you know. So, um, so there it is. So that's what we think for the DGPT. And then they announced the All-Star cards. Yeah. So – Go on the DGPT 
Instagram page because that's the only place we can find yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't see it on their I didn't see it on their website. No, when they're yeah, I and you can sure we'd find it, look those up. But they look like some great cards because I think it's like Paul, Ricky, Burr, and Calvin. Calvin, so they were the top four. Yeah, uh, tour like leaders for and then it was points. Tatar, Pierce, um, Allen, Katrina Allen, and then yeah, oh, Allen that's and the all. first card. Yep, and then. Second card for FPO, Valerie Mendahano, Missy Gannon, Evelina, and then Cat Merch. And then third card is Henna, Holland Hanley, Sarah Holcomb, and Ella Hansen. Yeah, crazy. And one yeah. of the highest paid people are not out there. But have you noticed that she's coming back onto the scene with a lot of her social media and stuff? Who's that? Kona. Oh. Yeah, I've... <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy no, no, to no, see no. it. I've noticed recently that, yeah, she has been really active on social media lately. Mm-hmm. And even when Dee Dee recently had a post about uh, the Supreme Escapes, she was the one talking about it. Right, right. Yeah, it wasn't anybody else that's been with the company any longer. But, or, yeah. you know, like something that's been there. But, yeah, yeah. It's, it's her. Yeah, and then yeah, F- NPO second card it's Dickerson, Matt Orum, Isaac Robinson, Simon. Third card Kyle Klein, Joel Freeman, James Conrad, and Kevin Jones. Hmm. So James Conrad, I think, and Kevin Jones were about seventeenth and eighteenth in points. Were they which, okay? Which means there's probably a few people. Maybe they got snubbed. Oh, I bet. I bet. Or they just decided not to play or... Well, no. I mean, that's voted on by fans. So... Oh, that's right. So You're the top right. four won portion it. of it. Yeah. And then it was 25% fan vote, 25% mm-hmm. media, 25% players. I forgot what the last one was. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I like that format of giving players media and fans votes. Yeah. I, I like that. Not just the... DGPT. Mm-hmm. So I think it's nice because you get to see it gives a DGP the opportunity to show people what they want to see, the, yeah. the players they want right, to see. Right. Which is good. But I think there's people that you would look at that like a Drew Gibson or Corey Ellis or you know, there's mm-hmm. some other people ahead of Conrad and Kevin Jones. I mean Kevin Jones, not a terrific year, but he had a couple podium finishes. Yeah, he never tens. never has terrific years. No, like he's always that guy. Who right. you just explained. And then there's James Conrad who won a world championship and hasn't won. <laughs> don't think so. Well, he doesn't have a world and a U.S. Well, yeah, but that's it. But that's it. That's the only two things he's won <laughs> since he's won. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. That's nuts. Um, so, but good for him more yeah. than I've ever won. But right. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to see it, and I can't wait. When does that happen this year? January? Oh, boy. Let's see. It's like they... It says, see you in Arizona. I think... Okay, so this is weird because... What well, says 2022 All-Stars? And then it says the All-Star event, 2022 tour dates, February 11th through 13th. I don't know if that's right. But that it might is, be. That's two weeks prior to... Vegas. It is, yeah, because Vegas is the 24th through 27th, if that mm-hmm. sounds right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very odd because, like, knowledge. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's technically still part of the 2022-2023 yeah. tournament, so that's why things are all yeah. kind of weird. So, okay. Yeah. 
So then the PDGA, we'll go into talking about that. So the PDGA made some changes to the way that they um, refer to the divisions. Mm-hmm. So um, female pro open, still female pro open. Yep. Mixed pro open, still mixed pro open. Then you go into the amateur divisions. So what they did is they changed, kept it as mixed pro or mixed amateur and then female amateur. And they ended up using, instead of using MA1 for mixed amateur one, advanced, they just removed advanced. Right. Then they did mixed amateur two as intermediate, intermediate. got rid of intermediate. And they said their biggest sticking point for doing that was recreational and beginner. They felt Mm -hmm. like they were... Terms that, yeah, negative terms yeah. that described the players in these that they weren't recreational. I think it was the biggest thing was recreational. Yeah. I think they brought up specifically a couple players that, like, he's not a recreational player or beginner player. He's been playing for 40 years, you know, that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. And I think they even talked about, like, some old, like, what do they call it? The silver standard of disc golf, like mm-hmm. one of the old pros. Sure. Um, like, like an Ed Hedrick or something like that. Okay. Like he's in MA4. Like he's not a beginner. Right, but <laughs> his know? rating right. dictates that he plays Exactly. Yeah. So to label that, so they're basically removing the labels. Right. So from now on, it's just going to be female, amateur, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be mixed, amateur, whatever. Yeah. And that's it. So they're just making distinctions on those. Mm-hmm. Um I was going to make a big fun point, but then I read into the article a little more and it's the big fun point isn't, oh, okay. <laughs> isn't there anymore. Sure. So right on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's funny. Like, yeah, rec, like recreational. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, I don't know if it's negative or if it's, it's just what it is, but it's still competitive. It's maybe right. not just like, giving people <laughs> calling people out on stuff all the time. Right. You know, right. Like, I don't know. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, I see the, the idea behind renaming the divisions and just going to MA1, MA2, MA3, MA4. Yeah. Well, I would even get rid of MA4. Yeah. Like if, yeah, you should just be playing in, there should just be three. Like right. not a lot of places even have beginner as a, as a division. Like, right. Some states, you know, like it's just you start at rec and work your way up and maybe there's junior divisions. Yeah, sometimes, exactly. You know, and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. I could say, you know, bringing those divisions. Out. And another thing, the divisions, all they do is slim the field. Mm-hmm. So then divisions are smaller, less player cash play out, payouts, things like that. And I get that there are people that have to start somewhere. But I think breaking it down into the four divisions, why, you know? Yeah. So, because you have, like, why am I, so it's intermediate, so advanced, intermediate, recreational, novice? Yeah. Novice or beginner, yeah. Novice or beginner, yeah. So, I don't know, like, now it's just one, two, three, and four. Yeah, but I mean, what's what's the difference between a rec player and a novice player? There really isn't any. Nothing. No. Nothing. And that's, uh, yeah, I guess I get that. I mean, there's a ratings difference. Oh, sure. So maybe that maybe that recreational player compared to a novice player, that novice player, that's the very first event they've ever played. Yeah. But it's also confusing because you would almost put recreational below novice. 
if you I were. could I could see that because it seems yeah. like that's a little more re- like recreational. It's like, hey, we've never played this. We just do it rec- recreationally. Uh, yeah, let's join yeah. a tournament, and then you go into novice. Well, like I You've really want to start doing this. Yeah. I've been playing a little longer, and then it goes up from yeah. there. So I've always questioned that because like from even, the beginning. Even um, when I started, or like people always question like, oh, I've never done a tournament before. What should I play in? Everybody's like, go play rack. Yeah. Like that's just what they say. It's like, go Everybody. play rack, you'll get your rating, and then you can figure it out from there. Exactly. Yeah. And if you need to go up or down, you can go up or down. Yeah. But yeah, I think always starting at rack or MA3 is probably the best. Mm-hmm. But one, two, and three, and FA, one, two, and three, maybe there's a bigger difference. I don't play in the female division, so maybe there's a bigger difference in the four divisions there. Maybe. Maybe they need a fourth division, but... I don't know. You know, I think in the men, I think you're uh, completely appropriately right. Just starting at those three and that's where everybody starts is in that third division mm-hmm. and then go up from there yeah. once you get a rating. Um, but nevertheless, those are the divisions that are done and now they're just trying to get rid of those labels of mm-hmm. recreational novice and advanced and, you know, and for advanced and intermediate, I don't see any issues with it Yeah, because advanced is basically that next step to pro. So you are an advanced player you're just not accepting cash yet, or you may not be at the right. pro level yet. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So it, I think it's even funny that they carry those into the age-protected. Semi-pro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That'd be great if they yeah. did that. Well, they're going to kind of have that Corn Fairy League now, so yeah, might be possible. Right. Um, so, yeah, so that's the changes they made in that. So I was going to I was gonna make some fun comments over a little thread we've been going back and forth on on Instagram. I'll yeah. say it. Um and there's one individual that has called us out for gaslighting. And I'm glad he did. I don't have any hard feelings towards him. Um, I just don't quite understand where it was coming from. So we've gone over it, but it was a good thing because I sat back. I analyzed what, what I was doing and what I was saying because I'm assuming it's pointed at me, but who knows. <laughs> and Both I don't have access to the Night Owls podcast oh, one. I've... But I screenshotted it. Yeah, you sent it to me. But I couldn't reply back to it. Oh, right, right, right. So I couldn't have a conversation with him. Um, But I don't, I mean, I'm not mad or angry at the guy. I'm more just confused because I can't have a good dialogue with him. So um, I'm trying to figure out why, when we call it mixed, that he feels we're gaslighting because it's mixed. Well, no, it's because it's, on paper it's mixed, but everybody knows that it's really the men's division. Sure. I sure. mean, I think that just because there's, it's one of those things where it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be a thing where it's all the time. It can be once, it can be twice where a female plays, it's still mixed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, from there. But maybe it's reverse gaslighting. Maybe he's trying to convince us that it's not ah, mixed <laughs> and he's trying to convince us that it's really just the men. Oh, that's tricky. That's, that's tricky thinking right, right like, there. Because it's kind yeah. of just like trying to get you to not believe in what you're believing in yeah. and like make you question what you're believing in. Well, it's true. It's like, you know, if I if I read the definition of something, but someone tries to convince me that that's not actually the definition of it, mm-hmm. I like that approach. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm, just gonna say it's, I'm, I'm just going to say it's a difference of opinions. That's oh, that. But you are trying to do the exact same thing. You're... <laughs> Kind of like oh yeah no no I, I mean get like it, yeah. I th- I th- I legit think that it's supposed to be mixed right right well but, and and there are there are precedents. And we'll get called out on this again well, we sure. will and yeah. that's that's fine I I don't mind having good discussion no. if it stays civil 
and there's and no name calling, and it has been. Yeah. We haven't. I mean, I, I I actually enjoy this a little bit. I yeah. wish I kind of had control of Instagram because <laughs> I would love to have a conversation with them. Um, but there has been precedent set for the mixed in USGGC. Mm. Now, now there's throw pink. So now, and there's also women's USGGC. Yeah. So there's no need for it anymore. But Paige Pierce has competed. Elaine King has competed. So females have competed in the mixed division at USDGC. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's on paper. And for all intents purposes, it's mixed. <laughs> it's not male. Um, but we are all used to playing just with males. And that's fine. You know? True. And I'm not trying to make a point that, because I, I think it might have been misconstrued that I was trying to make a point that transgender athletes should play in mixed. Mm. That was not what I was saying. I was saying that the PDGA just needs, needs to make a decision. Yeah. And if they push transgender into the M category, which is mixed, there's no issue with that. There's sure. no more discussion. If they keep it in transgender in FPO, there's no problem with that either. They just need to make a decision. That's it. So why does transgender keep coming up? I don't know. <laughs> it's, Whatever. It's not an issue. Like, it's just, uh, anyways. <laughs> so it's one of those things like Morgan Freeman had famous, like, not, I don't know if it's famously said, but the only way to get rid of racism is to stop talking about it. Right, right. I heard him say that once. It's kind of like, if you don't want to talk about the gens, transgender thing, just, just stop don't talking about it. Yeah. I don't know. It's fun to talk about, though. Yeah. <laughs> I love conflict. Like, it's one of my favorite things <laughs> in the world because it, it helps me. It helps me become better. Well, I think that, ooh, you know what? If there was no conflict, we'd probably be complacent where we are. Right. See? Thank you. JP, I like you. <laughs> I like you. No, like, I, I love conflict. I think conflict is one of the best things in the world as long as you can understand how to take conflict. Mm-hmm. If you take conflict and shut down and say that guy's an idiot, which we could easily do, and right or wrong, probably wrong in this case, it, it would serve no purpose whatsoever. But a little bit of discourse and conflict is a good thing because I can self-reflect and say, maybe I was being a D, mm, a disc. Yeah. A disc, yeah. Yeah, maybe I was being a disc. And I need to reanalyze the way I approach things. Or I can look at it and say, ah, maybe you're being a D, a disc, and I just need to do better at communicating with you, right? Sure. So there you go. So I love it. Keep it coming if you want to. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you want to, but I'm not calling you out. I don't want you. I'm not putting your name out there. I'm not doing anything like that. So um, I enjoy it. And if you have more civil discourse, bring it on. We love it. So Speaking with that, of conflict. Yeah, what's the conflict? Oh, no, that we can talk about Nico. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good. I love the transition. Yeah. So. I mean, not that there's a conflict with it, but he's had conflict. He's had yeah. conflict. He, yeah. When you think of Nico, there is conflict yes. in the recent future, in exactly. the recent past. Hopefully not in the recent future. So Nico LaCastro signs a multi-year deal, clothing line, and independent disc line. Mm -hmm. Lone Star Discs picks him up. Yep. That's what we had speculated last week, like you said. Right. Yeah, so I don't have feelings one way or the other. It's kind of like the uh, the dad situation when like they first start dating or they're mm. friends with a kid that you're just not sure about. You know, right. <laughs> that's the way I feel about it. Like I'm super Excuse positive. Me. I want to see it work out, 
but I'm always going to be a little bit apprehensive towards the relationship. Sure. Right? Yeah. I would assume like when my daughter starts dating somebody, this is probably how I'm going to feel. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm happy for her because she's, you know, like starting that next process, like step in her life. But I'm also like cleaning my shotgun. <laughs> you know? Like, what did you do, my daughter? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, not that I think it's going to happen, but I'll be ready if it does. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. By the way, I will never shoot anybody. This is just for funsies. So now that I got that out of the way. Yeah. But so, yeah, like it, it was official today. Mm-hmm. And from what I had seen when he signed the contract, they put put out a statement. He's going to he's going to exclusively throw Lone Star, Lone Star for, for this year, mm-hmm. and then next year is when the clothing line Flight Club, which he's been working on, mm-hmm. and then his uh, was it Sacred Discs? Uh, Sacred, think, yeah. I think yeah, that will be in the works for next year. Yeah, so the clothing line will happen immediately. Oh, I so thought that was coming out next week or next year. Sorry. No, that'll be. The, oh, okay. well, I guess it'll be twenty twenty three. That'll okay, be yeah. happening. Yeah, and then. I think Sacred Discs is going to come out next year. So, and then he's going to have a tour series Jackrabbit, which is a Mm -hmm. putter, and that'll be coming out within the next couple weeks. Yep, yep. And the Jackrabbit is a putter. It's a deep putter, kind of dagger esque. Okay, P two esque. I've I've seen it. Haven't touched. Like, haven't felt it, touched it or anything. Yeah, Um, it's a it's a good disc. That's the one where we had the parting line issues. And then they well, took care of it right snake. away. That was a bull snake I like. So the jackrabbit is the one that is more P2-ish. Okay. And that's the one they've have had for quite a while now, yep. actually. Um, I think it came right after the penny putter. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it's, it was their second one. Um, so, yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I'm excited for it. I, I, I like Lone Star. Mm-hmm. So in that comparison, Lone Star would be my daughter. <laughs> You know, like I really like Lone Star. I like what they're doing. I like what they stand for. Um, they meet all of my little checkpoints, right? Um, check marks that I want to see in a disc golf manufacturer. Um, now, Nico, I've like I said, we only have good things to say about him in our personal interactions. Yeah. A funny incident and a very positive incident. Mm-hmm. And I think between those two things, um, I think him going to Lone Star, hopefully he has the support that he needs in order to be successful there. Mm-hmm. And I hope he can change his approach in order to be successful there. Yeah. Um, when we had our interview with Josh from Lone Star... Mm-hmm. He talked about them, the company having like core values. Yep. Where do you, I'm kind of curious where Nico falls on that, you know, what what they stand for and if he's playing nice. <laughs> I think, I think so. I, I think Nico is truly trying the best he can. Yeah. Um, so I think at this point, yes. I think he does. I think he falls in line with their core values. Sure. But I see Nico as being one of those people that fall in line with, with the core values until this is going to be a stupid statement, a very obvious statement. Like, I think he's going to fall in line with the core values until he doesn't, if that oh, makes yeah. any sense. Yeah. You know, until something happens that throws him out of his element. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully he has built some coping mechanisms 
to stop that from happening. Right. And because this is what, and man, that's hard for a lifetime. What is he, 27, 28, or is he in the 30s, maybe? He could be in the 30s. So he's been playing for a long time. Let's say he's in his 30s. I think he's 27. Wow. Seems like forever that he's been playing. I feel like he has to. No, because he was with Paul and he's about the same age as Paul. So he's probably 32. 30 yeah. Boy. Something like that. 32. That'd be a fun game. Guess the disc golfer's age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be. Um, so with, with Nico, I feel like he's been, like he's got a lot of years of that being ingrained, his his yeah. mentality being ingrained. And to try to change that, I think there are definitely healthy coping mechanisms and healthy structures and healthy things that can help him get out of that. But man, that's a lot of experience that you have to wipe away first. Right. Like, like hypnosis could help probably help. Potentially. <laughs> potentially. Would it be one of the guys that stands on the stage with a bunch of other people or would it be an actual like another guy? Would be like one on one. Oh probably like one on one. Oh okay. They're so just you, like, yeah, let's get a bunch of disc golfers <laughs> together and hypnotize them. <laughs> wow. Like could you imagine like, they could put that on the DGN. Oh <laughs> Disc golf hypnosis. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Katrina, let's forget about your circle and putting. And like, yeah. No. You're phenomenal. Like, yeah. she just has that confidence. Like, every time she steps up exactly. for a circle one putt, you will never miss a three footer yeah. again. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, it was a uh, Ryan talking about, uh, we love this basket. Yeah. Exactly. That's a great basket. That's a great the basket. best basket. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I hope it happens. You know, so to be a little more serious <laughs> is I appreciate that Lone Star is willing to step out there mm-hmm. and no familial ties there. It's not Gateway. No. I mean, because I would have assumed that Gateway, and I'm surprised Nico stepped away from Gateway. Right. Um, he hasn't officially said he stepped away from Gateway, but I'm assuming with the exclusivity mm-hmm. of Lone Star that he will. Um, but I'm glad that Lone Star is stepping up. And I'm hoping that, and maybe we can get Josh back on and have a conversation with him about it. Yeah. But I'm hoping that they have some sort of structure in place to help him succeed. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's what's going to be needed. Yeah. You know, a lot of, I think his contracts in the past have been, you're going to play for me. Here's your requirements from us. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they have the same requirements back towards the manufacturer. And I know that sounds really weird, but so in a place of business, one of the most healthy relationships a employer-employee relationship that you can have is one that's reciprocal. So it's not only what the leader expects of the employee, but it's also what the employee expects of the leader. Mm -hmm. And I think in this situation, if it's the manufacturer to the disc golfer, disc golfer has to have that same reciprocal, um, I guess, expectations to the manufacturer. And hopefully they can come through with that. Mm -hmm. I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, especially being so new, they want to impress. And if they take someone like Nico and put him back into a competitive atmosphere without him absolutely losing his crap, mm-hmm. I think they'll succeed. You know, and I think that's going to be a great move for them. Yeah. With that being said, I think they're just holding that trigger of the grenade and they pulled that pin, you know, like they can probably put the pin back in, but yeah. who knows, oh you know, let's, let's not drop the grenade. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. um, but I'm excited for it. That's all I got to say it's about like it. One anymore. Of those situations where Nico's got the pin, but their hands are, you know, like duct taped around the grenade. 
exactly. he's like, oh, I threw the pen. <laughs> like, we'll see. Yeah. It's like, Nico, can you go find that? Mm, yeah, I'll look. <laughs> Where's my money? Yeah, exactly. As soon as I get my disc line, you can get your pin yeah. back. Uh, <laughs> so, no, but in all seriousness, I, I wish them both a luck. I, and I hope and pray that this is the match made in heaven. Or in Texas. In Texas. <laughs> Big old rattlesnake bite happening if you don't. Yeah. So. I heard, well, what was the other thing I heard recently? Oh, it was Brody talking about being out of contract. Oh, he was talking about it. He talked about it on, um, yeah, on debate night. He said Did that. He? He's officially out of contract now? Um, I think he said that there's some things in the works, but he's technically free agent, I think, is what I had heard. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see him go somewhere else. Just just cuz. Yeah. I'm just I'm hoping that what I think of Brody is true that he would make he would be a game changer somewhere else. I think that's what he had said. I think he's they're like, "Yeah, um was it Trevor?" Yeah. Yeah, I think he brought it up and was like, "Uh, yeah, so like what's up with the contract?" and he's like, "We're working on some stuff." I think that's what he said. Oh, okay. So it sounds like Discraft is... Maybe. Yeah. Who knows what's going on, but... Oh. Yeah. He was on... I just saw his name on Smashbox. I, I didn't listen to I it, listen but to I it saw either. that he was on there. Yeah. Ooh. I think I'm going to listen to that tonight. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So... But they came out with two... They came out with two uh, podcasts. It was Brody, and then I forgot who the other person was. It was like earlier on like Monday, and I was like, Smashbox came out on Monday. What's up with so this? So Terry Miller is doing something, a little oh, side yes. gig, which I love. I think it's a great idea. It's kind of that drop zone. Yeah. I think it's what it's called, so, or something like that. Yeah. He's just kind of the inside of disc golf, and he's talking about all this stuff okay, just I'm, randomly here and there. Yeah, and I thought maybe he was going to drop something separate from Smashbox, but maybe they're putting out his thing along on their channel or something. Makes sense, too. They got all subscribers, so yeah. why split that up? Right, that makes sense. It's just like when I start talking about my daily battle movements and I start recording, oh, I'm going to use them on the Night Owls Disc Golf Podcast, so I'll just <laughs> drop them. <laughs> drop them. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you got that? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, how's the uh, OnlyFans coming? <laughs> Uh, slow. <laughs> slow, man. Yeah. Pick up your game. You're running yeah. out of time, man. We're almost to a year. We are. Got like a month and a half. I know. That's what's crazy. I know. My birthday is on November 23rd, by the way. Just thought I'd throw that out there for everybody. Um, <laughs> moving on. Shane Our random birthday suit. That's some OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, not right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just kidding. Largest I've ever been in my life right now. <laughs> no, nah, actually, I'm not. I'm about seven pounds lighter than I <laughs> The heavy from the deuce been. that you dropped her. Oh man, it was bad. Actually, right before you came, I okay. So, uh, do pro players enjoy winning B and C tiers better than coming in 20th on the GGPT event? Hmm. What do you think? Is that the random question? That is a random yeah. question. Okay, that was from Jordo B. I, I honestly I can't see a whole lot of pro players playing C tier events. No. I don't think I, so I don't, Like, There's not enough money there for him. No. Um, I know. Wasn't it Eagle, when he was coming back from his injury, kind of like played a C-tier event just to like get back into, like, mm. in, I think he did, to get back into I like think throwing. Right. He played like a local event. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah, I think the money's the draw mm -hmm. if you're going to play those lower events. And if there's, 
you know, competition maybe. Mm. But if there's more money on the pro tour finishing 20th, I mean, especially if this like B or C tier, like the title, what does that mean to you winning this event? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's hard for me to think that the money side of things. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think if, if the money's comparable to that place, 20th place or whatever, it might be better, and it's cheaper to get into the B and C tiers mm-hmm. than playing at a pro tour, mm-hmm. pro tour event. So that's you know you can come out ahead a little easier yeah. there. Yeah. But I don't know. I think playing up to that competition on the pro tour that says a lot more than being these local area. Yeah. People. Yeah, I think probably you're right there, but I think <laughs> I wrote down two tiers. So. Um, I think I'm oversimplifying it. There's probably like five or six tiers of pro players. Right, but right. for the most part, I think there's two two tiers of pro players. There's the tier that they don't care about winning the event because they make enough money as yeah. it is through their sponsorships yeah. and endorsements sure. um, that it doesn't matter whether they win an event or not. They're mm-hmm. there just to get titles. Right. Um, but if you're the, like somebody way down on the list that needs to grind out to be on the road and you're like, Okay, I'm free this weekend. I can go play a beer. Exactly. Yeah. Then it's cool. <laughs> yeah. And that's the way I look at it with that second tier. That's those grinders. Yeah. Those, those people that are like, I need gas money. So here's a C tier. Yeah. Um, I think that's big, basically the difference. So I would think those top players, maybe they have their favorite ones they like going to play. Right. That they'll enjoy it a lot. They're going to win no matter what. They're mm-hmm. just there to play. Like Kaleviski used to come to Rolling Ridge. I don't oh, know if yeah. he still does or not. Oh, no. He was, he was there. He was at Silver well, Creek see, there you go. this year. He's yeah. At, yeah. So I, I know like there's some of those bigger ones that they just love playing certain courses. Mm-hmm. So they'll go and they enjoy it. And, yep. and I think you get into that maybe outside the top 25, maybe even higher than that, maybe outside yeah. of the top 15. Right. That these are people that. <laughs> they're going to need to win events in order to mm-hmm. get that money. And if a, a 15th place at a pro tour doesn't make as much as a win at a local B tier or C tier, I'd probably say they'd go and win those local yeah. B's or, yeah. B-tiers or um, C tiers. What, what year was it when um, the Wisconsin tours like finale happened at the, at the orchards? 2018, 17, 18. Okay. One of those two. Holly Finley qualified for the finale. Yes. And I was like, oh, wow. She's got like, it'd be. Well, she signed up and everything. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And then she went to another tournament because she could make more money. She could make more money. Yep. And it was on a golf course and she doesn't typically like playing on golf courses. She likes playing wooden courses better. But yeah, it's just like, oh, that's awesome. Like if she would have been there. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Speaking of, I got to get back to Mike about <laughs> Mike, if you hear this, I'm sorry if I haven't gotten back to you. I've been pretty busy. Um, yeah, I got to get back to Mike because we're thinking about potentially asking to do the Pro Tour, I mean, the uh, Wisconsin Tour finale. Again. Oh, cool. Um, but with that being said, who knows? And I got to get back to Mike about that. <laughs> so um, I think. Yeah, so th- that's what I think. I think, yes, there are certain players, but I think f- the top-tier pros, no. Yeah. I think they, they want to compete in the bigger events because I don't think the B and C tiers mean anything to them unless it's something special, you know. But I think, like, isn't that kind of, that's kind of how, like, Chris Dickerson 
was making his rounds for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been out. playing local stuff, staying yeah. in a certain section. And yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people used to do that. And I think it's honestly fairly recent that players don't play the B and C tiers. Mm-hmm. I think it's a pretty recent thing, like within the last three or four years. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Probably pre-2020. Mm-hmm. I think before that, they were playing C tiers all over the place. Yeah. I mean, you think about when the Disc Golf Pro Tour started up and they didn't use Jomez and Jomez went and covered these C's and B tiers and the pros followed Jomez because yeah. they didn't follow the Disc Golf Network. Right. They didn't want to do it. How close that history is, like how recent that was. And now the pinnacle of Disc Golf is the Disc Golf Network. Yeah. Nuts. So kind of cool. All right, shop updates. Here we go. So the hot step is up and running. I've already said that. Supreme Escapes are in and they feel amazing. I am super excited that they're putting it out in that line. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not familiar with what the Supreme Escapes are, it is the same thing as like the Royal line mm-hmm. plastic. It is the exact same plastic as the Royal line. So there's no rough. I mean, it is beautiful, like beautiful, beautiful plastic. So I'm excited to actually get out and throw them. I haven't heard anything how they fly yet, but I will. Yeah. I'll, I'm hoping if it's not stupid cold tomorrow, which is supposed to get really cold. Um, Tomorrow's supposed to be nice. Oh, tomorrow's supposed to be nice? Still pretty nice. And then the rest, like next week, is looking real cold, like Mm. mid-30s. Boo. Yeah. And that's not too, too bad. No, it's not bad. I'm playing that, but yeah. Um, Actually, I know somebody that has has one of the prototype um, Supreme escapes he got it off one of the auction pages and he said he really likes it oh really yeah. okay more stable under stable uh, or is it basically fly about true i forgot what he said okay mike Demadio, if you hit us up let me know yeah i, I know you told me that like I saw, he had it at the tournament he had it at the orchards and oh, like, i did. felt okay. it and everything but um i forgot what he i forgot what he said about it come on mike what am i chop liver i wasn't <laughs> even playing you could have showed it to me <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then the Cast Blast restock, so actually just came out today, so I will, Wednesday, I've already put the order in, so we're going to be getting a small Cast Blast. But something cool, they released the minimums on the discs, so mm. or the, the maximum numbers on the discs. So oh, there used okay. to be a limit on how many discs you could buy, Yeah, and every one of them, no more limits on them. So oh, wow. But it's going to open up Cast Blast a little more, which is nice, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's. I think it's going to relieve some of that FOMO a little bit. So I think Cast Blast is going to sit on the shelf a little longer now. Sure, so. I can see that. I mean, there's still stuff that's been in there for a while. Yeah, yeah, but those aren't the real popular molds. But yeah, we got some. What do they call those rasks coming in? We got yep. bergs of three different plastics coming oh, in. Oh wow! And then we got some of the. I'm trying to think. Basically, everything that we need, because I think we only have two or three bergs left in mm-hmm. the shop, which I'm surprised we have those. But the only thing we couldn't get K3 bergs, they were out of them. So, oh, okay. Which is unfortunate. Real base. Yeah, the base plastic. A lot of people like them though. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, outside of that, anything else to add? Nope. No, I like nope. your hat, by the way. Thank you. It's a Doris's golf hat. Mm. So, and you can find those Doris.com. <laughs> <laughs> and we have beanies. We just got the beanies in. Oh, cool. The new beanies for this year. And I got a couple of them that were pretty cool where they had the 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 floofy part that goes around your head. What do they call that? The fold? Yeah, okay. The fold is a different color than the cap oh, itself. Oh, nice. So it's pretty neat. And it's gray and black, I think. So, um, I don't know. Should it be awkward moments right now? Awkward. Just silence. <laughs> see how long it see yeah. how long people pay attention. But, yeah. And then like fifteen seconds later it would just be like 
peace. <laughs> exactly. Peace. It's like um, it's like the bonus, like you know, you wait for the for the credits to roll and the, like there's yeah, yeah. the mid credit scene yeah. and then all of a sudden you like wait a little longer and it's like there's the end credits. Yes, that's a good or if you are like um old like us, you can remember on albums when they used to have the secret songs. Yeah. Or the secret tracks. Yeah. I had a there's a nine inch nails album that I have. I forgot I broke in. It was mm-hmm. one of their EPs. Ninety nine tracks. Yeah. But like from track seven or because it was short. Yeah. All the way to it was silence. Yeah. So it was like ninety some seconds of silence, and then all of a sudden track ninety nine hits. It's like yeah. industrial music, you know, <laughs> getting real hard. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of them. Like uh, yeah. I know Green Day Dookie had one. Yeah, and it was right in the center too. It just went right, and then Corns followed the leader, but was almost in the center as well. So at like it was like track six or seven, it would just go silent all of a sudden, uh-huh. and then it would just you're like, man, what's up? And you would always skip. Yeah. Then finally one day I was just like doing something else in my room, and I'm like. I've never heard this before. <laughs> and then they did, they had two on that one. And at the end of it, they did the Fred Durst and um, what's his name? Why can't I remember the lead singer? Corn's Jonathan, name. Um, I can't think of his last name. Yeah. But then they did their little thing where they okay. kind of went really weird. Yeah. Um, where they kind of went back and forth with them. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of that. So maybe we'll try to do that for the next episode. So Ooh. if there's dead silence and you think we're not here. Maybe you will get a surprise. Peace. (laughs)